welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast, where we have Dr. Nick. Hey, what's going on? And Dr. Staff. Hey, guys. Today, guys, we are talking about training around injuries, not training through injuries. And we get this a lot with clients. And this was a big question posed by a lot of our clients. How do I train through an injury? Well, we're going to reframe that and say, how do we go around the injury? Mm -hmm. Basically, we, we have a lot of people, would you guys agree, that they're injured and they just say, how how do I keep going? How, how do I keep going? So if you if you keep going through injury, sometimes that makes it worse. Would you guys agree? Yeah. yeah what yes. do you, what do you guys see more often? I mean, it, it, does it does it make it worse? Is the inflammation worsen? How, how do you guys see that typically people work if they work through injury? What happens? Well, when you have an injury such as something that comes about because of poor mechanics, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's a shoulder impingement issue because your shoulder isn't mobile enough and you are consistently doing overhead mm-hmm. presses, um, that is definitely going to continue to aggravate it. Yeah. Um, but there's, of course, there's things that you can do to work around that or to help improve the issue that started the injury. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, obviously that will help recover, but you have to play with taking time off of certain movements. So my, I guess, well, I'll start with, is it safe? And, and I of think course. that, is it safe to train around injury? So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying through an injury. Is it safe to do it? Yes, absolutely. However, with the guidance of a medical professional or somebody in there or something that you feel is uh, safe that you know your body, no one knows your body besides you, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, what, what we mean by is it safe? So... If you've got, say, for instance, a uh, an injury that happens at your ankle, you might be able to still do things with your upper body. Now, our big point is that if you continue to do nothing, say, for instance, you tweak your ankle and you do nothing for six weeks, and now what happens after that six weeks if you do nothing, right? Maybe your ankle gets tight and stiff. Uh, you're not happy because you're not working out. Uh, you're just in a bad place. Maybe you're on crutches. You've been taking medication. And now in your place where you're almost worse off than when you first had the ankle sprain. So our point is it is safe to train around the injury in general. So that way you don't aggravate the injury, but you can still maintain some type of fitness or some type of workout. So, you know, I think that, you know, Dr. Nick, you, you had a really good example of, you know, uh, uh, an injury that came in recently. What would you say that your recommendation was? Go ahead and talk about that. I had a friend who uh, pulled his calf playing soccer a few weeks ago, and he called me and wanted to know how much he should be walking. And his walking was a little abnormal for about a week and a half. Um, I said, you should walk your normal. Um, don't walk any extra. Don't walk any less. And try to normalize it as soon as possible. That way your hips and your low back don't start bothering you too. And it's hard. You got to work on decreasing pain. You got to work on decreasing inflammation, but you also don't want to be changing your habits or the way you walk because it's just going to create problems upstream. That's a great question. Um, Actually, I had a a question posed to me from a um, client of ours 
she came in and she had an injury and she hadn't moved this injury um, in quite some time. And she said that she assumed immobilization or not moving the injury was um, the best remedy for healing. And I told her, absolutely not. Uh, guys, any input on that? Yeah, and and there's so many ways we can go with that. But I think in general that immobilization, and, and you should get seen by a medical professional who, who can assess these things, but immobilization, unless it's a fracture or something unstable, absolutely. right, uh, it typically stiffens the, the tissue, hardens, and if you stay on crutches for a while or, or you immobilize that or you lock it down with a brace, sometimes that makes it worse because now the joint is even stiffer. There's no kind of oil. There's no lubrication in that thing. So The I, muscles I, around the joint are getting weaker. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's so much. You're almost going downhill. So immobilization is not necessarily the, the true answer unless there is an unstable piece where you know that it's actually going to make it worse. So if we're talking about a soft tissue injury such as muscle strains or those type of things, you know, that hasn't been torn off of bone or, or you know, pretty straightforward, immobilization is not always the answer. You want to keep moving. What would you say, Dr. Nick? Yeah, I mean, your joints are made to move in most cases. This is how they get nutrition. This is how they keep healthy. Your muscles need to move also to, you know, keep pumping out old metabolite, old icky stuff, and bringing in new healthy nutrients. Um, so for the most part, you know, motion is lotion. It Absolutely. Helps the muscles, it helps the joints. It's that cliche, is so true. In our world, it is definitely it. So one, one thing we wanted to focus on too was alternate methods to work around those injuries. And <clears throat> say, for instance, you have You've got, uh, uh, like you know, Dr. Nick said, we have a calf strain. In the calf strain, if you were to see a provider and they said, you know, take six weeks off and you were training for a marathon, oh my goodness, mm. you just destroyed your training cycle, right? Yeah. Yes. So when we have people who come in and they come in with a calf strain and they're saying, you know what, I want to train for blank, you know, a race or a competition or whatever it may be, and that calf needs to be used – our first answer is, all right, perfect. What can we work around to make this happen? So alternate methods to be able to train. And for us, that is where we specialize. That is where, you know what, all right, we'll find our way around this. We'll do this. We'll keep your lungs moving. We'll get you on a, a, a rower, a bike, or whatever it may be so that you can maintain some type of what we call lung capacity, right? Because that's what's, that, it's just conditioning, right? So you, your lungs are like balloons, and, and the more you challenge them, the more they inflate, right? And, and as you get injured and you don't do anything, I just imagine that kind of deflating, right? It's the same concept, and you want to cons consistently keep those engaged. So uh, Dr. Steph, have you met, have you seen a lot of clients who you've been able to kind of keep healthy during an injury? I feel like this is the majority of our clients. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, I mean, in the example you just gave, you know, someone with a calf strain trying to train for a race that's coming up in six weeks and they're worried about this. You know, if you look at a timeline and we're pretty sure that tissue will heal by the time the race comes. Okay, now it's about, okay, what can we do for our client? What suggestions can we give? that will help them keep up their cardio, keep up the other muscles that need to be strong so that they can continue to train. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean you have to sit on your couch for six weeks. Um, you know, you can, if for example, a runner, they can bike, swim. Someone who's hurt their shoulder, they can continue to do modified um, exercises that uses the other arm, definitely uses the legs and the core. Just because you have an injury doesn't mean that you 
stop going to the gym. Yeah, Yeah. you can keep going to the gym. You can keep doing your workouts. You just have to get more creative, and it might not be the way that you've been used to and the way that you prefer, but we're going to get you a a good exercise program and get a good sweat on. Yeah, I like the look what you have. Any any uh, any clients that you can think of that that basically you know you've been able to keep consistently exercising uh, while while they're injured. I mean, all of them. That's the goal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like they come in to see us, and they might have a certain body part injured, and we rehab that body part, and we give them exercises for that body part. But they want to work out. They Correct. want to move. Like it's part of yeah. their identity. It's mm-hmm. part of who they are, and you know. It's how they stay sane. So like we said, there's plenty of other different types of cardio. There's circuit training, conditioning. You might not be able to run. You can bike, row, or swim. So many things. Mm-hmm. I had a, uh, a client not too long ago. She was a high school uh, track and field athlete and did the pole Ooh, vault. She's a stud athlete. She is oh a stud. And she came in. Her left arm was in a cat. I'm sorry, not a cast, a sling. Um, the doctor told her she wasn't allowed to move her shoulder. And so that's fine. It's good to work. So we did one arm pull-ups. We mm-hmm. did um, work with dumbbells, core, legs, mm-hmm. anything that we could that didn't jostle that left shoulder. Um, and it's hard whenever you're, like what Nick said, when, when your identity is wrapped up in mm-hmm. um, your sport or being active and yeah. you someone tells you you can't work out, mm-hmm. Because that's the easy thing to tell someone, and <laughs> and then they come to us, and we're like, "You can work out. We're gonna sure. we're gonna make you sweat. We're gonna make you work." Um, and gosh, such a mental relief when she left that first visit. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I oh, actually yeah. got to work out in. This is yeah. amazing." So that's that's what makes our job really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, very very rewarding. It's being very creative, right? It, uh, and then as soon as the sling came off, she hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Like she was go. So it's it's really really cool to see those people not take time off and just jump right back into their sport when they're cleared. They can come back stronger from those two. Absolutely, mm-hmm. cross training is always a good thing. Uh huh. Um, when do we want to see someone? What do you mean by that, Dr. Nick? When someone becomes injured, when should they come see you? Mm-hmm. When should they come see us? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. ideal world. You're coming to see us before you even get injured in the first Ooh, place. Ooh. Well played. Ooh. Well played. <laughs> Touche. Well played. So, you know, Dr. Like, I think that, okay, so if you have an injury, we, we will all trust Dr. Google first. We know that. <laughs> right? That is that is urgent care 101, right? What does Dr. Google say? I just twisted my ankle. Doctors. Yeah. So what, 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 you know, I, I just twisted my ankle and, uh, I don't want to go see my primary or I don't want to see my PT. I don't want to see my healthcare provider, whatever it is. Because they, or they can't you, get me in until two or three right. weeks from now. What so am I doing what do you do? Like how, when do you know that it is time to see someone? When you can't do what you need to do in life. Ooh, tell me. Right? So let's say if, if what you need to be able to do is to pick up your baby out of, out of their crib and you mm. can't because your back hurts or your shoulder hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's getting in the way of life. Mm. Um, if it's getting in the way of training, if it's mm-hmm. getting in the way mm-hmm. of your job or you can't concentrate because your neck hurts while you're typing in a computer all day. That, mm-hmm. I mean, these are all things that are very easily mm-hmm. um, addressed. Mm-hmm. You just need to reach out to someone for that help. Like, when do you see that a lot of your clients come in? Is it like a week after? Is it the day after? Is it, Two weeks after, so they had a back sprain 
And uh, when do you find that they actually come in to see you? When do, when do you start to see people coming in? It's so variable and it depends upon their activities. Usually if they're heavily involved in sports or training, they're in right away. Um, if it's more of a chronic type injury, dealing posture, things like that, they usually don't come to see me for months. Um, I'm biased, but I want you to see me right away. If it's little, if it's small, even if it's just, just coming in for one visit, um, we can just give you some modifications and go from there. And the it, sooner you get in, the easier it is, the less conversations you have, the less correct. muscle loss you've had. Like if you're immobilized or didn't move it, like it's, <laughs> it's harder to gain that stuff back. I think one of the biggest feedback, one of the biggest, um, things that people will say to us whenever they do wait that long to come in is why didn't I, I come to see you guys earlier? Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, you learn quickly mm-hmm. that maybe help would have been a good idea. So obviously the sooner the better because the longer you wait, like Nick said, the weaker you get, the you start developing compensation patterns. And then mm-hmm. now we have to break those down mm-hmm. to build you back up again. And I think we get we get so a, such a large variety of clients that come in here. We've had everything along that spectrum. We've had yeah. uh, our most remarkable one was recently, like two weeks ago, uh, a gentleman came in and he was a, uh, I think he was back squatting and on a Sunday tweaked his back, called us on Monday, got in that same day, which is amazing. Uh, and then, (laughs) and then, uh, we did a session, uh, got him on a formal plan exercise he needed to do, uh, ways to work around training, keep moving. Uh, you know, you can walk, you can swim, you can, you know, we developed that, that strong plan. And then I saw him seven days later. So he said his scenario was hurt on Sunday, treatment on Monday, couldn't even walk or stand up. Two days later on a Wednesday, felt like back to normal. Two days later on a Friday, so five days after injury, back squatted 200 pounds. Wow. Saw Same. us seven days later and walked in with a normal stride, all back to where he was. And our immediate response was, that's amazing. That's what we where we would like to shine. We'd like to keep people moving versus that back spasm, uh, meds, rest, uh, inactivity, and wait six weeks. Gosh, that was... And now you're looking at something that's going to take months to Well, and then, well, what happens then, I, I think we feel like when that does happen, sometimes that makes it worse because the psyche is now involved. And yes. we all know what that feels like. Yes. Now you're just mentally down. You're frustrated. You may have, might have gained like a pound or two, right? Sure. You, you, you're you see, afraid of Yeah, you're afraid of it. Um, and now the meds make it feel better. So the meds now are like, okay, maybe I need more ibuprofen, whatever your, your med is of choice. But I, I think that if we can address that early, we can have an opportunity to at least formulate a plan. I think that helps people. Would you guys agree? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that, you know, when when do you go see somebody? ASAP. Uh, as soon as possible. <laughs> right? If if that's in your in your cards, in your schedule, in your finance, all the above, whatever you're passionate about, and if that makes sense to you, I think that that's the way we feel because we see so many clients in, in that same setting. So, you know, I think that uh, whether it's, it's any injury, uh, I think trying to see somebody as soon as possible. So uh, for us guys, uh, you know, this was a, a topic that we talk about probably every single day because every single client is asking that exact same question. Everyone. What can I do? What, you know, there's three things they want to know. One is, what is it, right? How do I fix it? 
And then how do I keep training? Yes. And those magical questions, yeah, and, and we just say the same thing most of the time. 99.9% is we're going to get you moving and we're going to get you back to where you need to be as fast as possible. That is kind of our vision and, and our mission as a team to do that. We very rarely tell someone don't do anything, just sit on the couch. There are some, there are some, there are some ones where we've been like, this could be a fracture, this could be something, and you need to go see your your doc. And, and yeah, very rarely, but we we will uh, we'll, we'll we'll do our best as a team to really approach that. So don't be surprised if we bring somebody else in the room and to help us out <laughs> with that too, just to to talk about that. So on uh, behalf of the team, sports performance, uh, we wanted to talk about training around not through injuries and hopefully this is helpful for you guys and uh hope you guys enjoy it and have a phenomenal day from team sports performance see you guys. guys later